is why do you think that some people continue to win over and over and over and over while some people fall to the wayside? Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. Is why do you think that some people continue to win over and over and over and over while some people fall to the wayside? Why do you think it is? So why does it, let's say there, but here's the thing. People all have goals here on that wall. But some people continue to win over and over and over while others do what? Some just don't do it, right? Or some have these things that come up, and that was a great scenario in that piece because most people are looking for motivation. That's the problem. They're looking for the motivation versus doing what? You have to find this level of you that's inside of you that is more so commitment. Because what's commitment mean? I go no matter what. Right, which I think is very, very important. So that's one thing I wrote is that so many people have things against them that win their face. They keep winning and winning and winning, but by, by most people just reduce their expectations. And so as this comes up, these numbers change at 15% here. Some people continue winning over and over and over at a deeper level, while others are just going to reduce their expectations to be okay with 15% less. And today and this week's going to be a time to decide on that. Hey, look, am I going to be one that levels up with this, or am I going to be okay and just downgrade my expectations for me and what my life's going to be? Obviously, I want everybody to win on the, the upside, but Garrett talked about this too, an example. He talked about his wife, and he talked about a guy that was in his in our warrior group, different guy. He talked about he doesn't have much time. He can't get much time, doesn't, can't get the things done he needs to because he doesn't have the time. 34-year-old single guy. And Garrett told the story to the guy. He told me about the story about his wife. His wife, 39 years old, uh, was pregnant six months ago, has 26 full-time employees, netted $4 million last year. She was pregnant six months ago and already has a six-pack. Already right back in shape where she was before the baby. All those things going on with four kids and a, and a uh, toddler, we call a newborn, right? And this dude's by himself, 34 years old, says he didn't have time. And he talks about the details of the small decisions throughout the day that no one else really notices. And it's going to come down to 15% increase. Am I going to be the person who says I don't have the time? All right? And so that was an interesting story he talks about. And he talks about the same thing. I was talking to Kelly about this. He talked about his sisters, a few people he knows, they had babies six years, sorry, six, 12 months ago, some of them a few years ago, guess what they had? 60, 80 pounds from the pregnancy they never had got, got rid of. And they go back to what? A story about things that hold them back. The story of what? Why they can't. While others do what? What? They just do it. Why? Because it comes down to a commitment. And every person is going to have reasons as this shift comes, as things come, that they can't do more, they can't find more productivity, they can't get the results, they can't get people to, to be able to buy with them. It's too hard. But it comes down to the small details of how they operate when no one's looking. And he talks about the same thing with his wife. No one sees all the hard work she does in terms of disciplining her diet and her nutrition and having the right formula through a nutritionist that helps get that piece. But most people, they continue to grind the same way over and over and over and don't get the changes they want. And there's a great point I'm trying to summarize and talk about is that most people have to understand that you can grind and grind and grind and grind and not get the result. I'll say it again. You can grind and grind and grind and grind and not get the result. What does that mean, you think? Yes, yeah, so if my sales IQ is not going up, guess what happens? 
And so that's what I'm getting at in this piece is you can hustle, you can hustle, you can hustle. And the market shift's going to take two things. Number one, it's going to be the commitment piece, right? Which I'd say effort. What do you think effort means in this scenario? Like it still takes work. Massive effort? No, not necessarily. But it does take something else. What do you think it is? Massive commitment. That what? What do you think it is? Massive commitment. That I'm going to go no matter what. Right? That I have to have this commitment mindset that I'm going to be able to make sure that, hey, look, here's the deal. I'm going to make this happen no matter what. I'm going to have this commitment to the outcome that I want to make sure that I got to make the right changes. The extra mile. Because I don't know what's going to work, what's not going to work. And so we don't see it. Rich sent me an example yesterday, right? Just talking about seals of the commitment that, hey, look, I'm not going to compromise anything, but just some of this extra mile. Like, what do I do? In this scenario, I can grind and make calls, but if I don't do the right things, it doesn't matter. We had a scenario Rich shared. He's like, some people just don't get it. And what it was is talk to somebody. You can see the agents made the call. Put a note in there. This person is looking for an agent in a certain location. And guess what they did? Logged a note and kept moving on. Didn't do the extra step of the referral. Why does the referral matter? Yeah, I think we had 400,000, 300,000 something in, in referral income last year. Well, not only that, then before you know it, they start referring you people. Even worse than that, they have an agent they find at their location. What's the agent do? They're slick. They're better than you. They actually understand sales because you're lazy. You didn't even send a referral to them. So they say, hey, look, I got another agent in my other office in this location here. Won't you use them in Myrtle Beach instead? So now the one you thought was loyal to you is no longer loyal to you. They're going to actually go right behind your back and use the one that, that person told them to do. Why? Because that one's face-to-face -to, -face to them in their location. They have a trust and build a built trust with them. That's the difference of what we're going to look at, what's going to make or break you going forward. And that's a sales IQ thing. I don't do it necessarily just for the referral. I want to do it because I want to keep loyalty to them and have me in alignment with this buyer who's buying here and selling somewhere else. But the masses, the lazy people get lazy, log a note, they don't want to look it up, find the person, or send the referral the sheet out, and then they let that whole deal go to the wayside. That's the type to get you killed here going forward, and so I must have a mass commitment to the outcome. Now, my commitment to the outcome succeeding and having buyers work with me and make sure they stay loyal to me, guess what that means? I take the extra mile. I fill up a referral form and send it to somebody. I look on a spreadsheet or I ask in the group, who do we know and so-and-so? Very, very, very important to do. And what's even crazier is the same location that this person had a house, they needed one. I got a referral from an agent I knew in the same town yesterday. Same day. Message me on Facebook. Now talk about being in alignment with somebody. You have both people sending referrals both ways. Are they going to keep that person using me? Absolutely. And so you have to understand the mindset there of that piece. But I want you to understand that you can have massive, massive effort. And you can grind and grind and grind and grind. But I have to have the right formula in what I'm doing. But the formula piece has to be due to my commitment to the outcome. And I can figure out the formula, a.k.a. make adjustments on the way there. That comes down to the role plays, the trainings, the Tuesdays, the Thursdays. You have one commitment for me going forward as the market changes is that I'm making sure that we're going to lead the pack. That's why I'm traveling, doing these things, talking to people, one of masterminds, in groups, right? Understanding, here's how we make sure that we dominate, and here's the thing. I came back, told you guys what I figured was probably going to happen. Guess what we got a couple days ago? Data that backs it up. That's what's happened. And we're ahead of that, that piece there, which I think is super, super important. So I want you to understand, here's the deal.
Two things you need here. Making sure I'm understanding my mindset piece and making sure I'm spending time understanding the right formula. How does that happen, you think? I'm trying to transition to make sense and really shorten this for you guys, but how do I know the formula? Yeah, but even let's say my own personal formula based on this model right here. Hopefully I'm not losing you. It's about to make sense in a second. Here. Understanding my truth-seeking piece, my transparency piece, my accountability piece, my discipline piece, this is designed by me to help you understand what? What your formula needs to be. If I'm good at this right here, I can make the right adjustments. Here's the thing. Everyone in here is going to make different adjustments. Wow, we have different weaknesses, different, different strengths based on where each of us is at. And so I want to be able to teach you to understand how do I understand what's going on here and how to help create that right formula based on what's going on in that scenario. Just like the example of Garrett and his wife, some people go to the gym, some people work out harder than his wife does, but have no results. Why? And so just understand I have the right formula in that piece. And so there's two things that really you need to make sure that you're doing is how much time am I spending alone with myself, get my mind right and understanding, I'm going to call it thinking time. It's this book that really comes from Steve Cunningham, uh, which I read before, it's really good. But here's the thing. How many hours a week are you spending in getting yourself into a power pocket? How many hours a week are you spending getting yourself into a power pocket? What do you think that means? How much time am I spending each week thinking about, hey, look, what's working for me and what's not working for me right now in my business? Most people come in and just mindlessly dial, and they may even sometimes text, and they don't think through the process of how to make sure I'm in a power pocket, meaning I make the right moves at the right time. Super important to understand here, right? Think about my personal power, number one. Why does personal power matter right now? It's going to be a mind game right now with what's happening. See a 15% decline. All of a sudden you think what? Right? What am I going to do? I'm brand new. I just got in this business, whatever it is. And if more I spend here getting myself into power and saying, look, I'm a winner. I'm a winner regardless of what happens. We have the tools, the assets, the leads, everything. We still have way too many leads. How do I know? Based on conversion. And so the truth is understanding how to make sure I'm in that personal power. And the second thing, how much time I think about my production, understanding what needs to happen, what needs to change. The production piece here is what moves need to happen inside my business with me, which is what do you think it is? How do I shift my phone calls? How do I shift my, do I need a new phone number? Do I need multiple phone numbers? Do I need text messages more in my bucket? Do I need voice messages more? What's my email copy like? What's my text message copy like? Am I sending videos? Am I sending bomb bomb videos? Right? These are the pieces they understand that here's what you have to move, make sure you make the adjustments on. But I make sure I have to have that committed mindset here to help me understand both of these. Number one is me. Number two, am I making the right moves to the right formula? I try to summarize like an hour and a half call uh, with, with you guys in this short thing, but here's what I want you guys to understand. When I have the committed mindset, guess what happens? I find a way to get it done. So I want you to have this thing here is that no matter what, if you take anything away from today is you ain't going to be able to do the same you've been doing to get the same result. Bottom line. It does not mean, though, you cannot get the same result or a better result. I personally feel it's a time of opportunity because I like times like this. One of the biggest complaints I have in my groups of these mastermind groups I'm in is they complain that they're losing business. Like people like us spend lots and lots of money advertising. The number one threat to that is when you have a marketplace with just thousands and thousands and thousands of realtors who get in business, who have a spear, and they're all doing one, two deals a year. They take up all the good 
opportunities because their friend, everybody has six friends in real estate to go with their friend instead. Does that make sense? And so I like this change because what's it going to do is going to wipe out these people who don't bring value to the industry. They don't bring value to, our, to the customer. They're just trying to get in, know some people, and sell a couple deals. And that's a big deal when there's thousands, in some cases tens of thousands of people getting in doing that, that take away from the people who are actually good, who are actual producers. And so I'm looking forward to it because it makes the advertising, it makes our USP that much more powerful and work that much better. But to do that, you got to make sure that you guys are leveling up as well. Does that make sense? And so I think it's very, very important for us to do that and say, look, what's it look like for me, right? What's got to be my level of abundance and what's going to be what my, my line is. You have to define your line. That line is going to be what? Deals, income, whatever it is in that scenario. We talked about, um, on my call with Garrett, Oprah Winfrey, she has this line where she feels she's poor anytime she's under $300 million. All right? She mentioned that in an interview. And so, some people are like, holy cow, I can't you know, spell $300 million. But the reality is, you got to define what your line is and what am I going to do to make sure that I'm not going to uh, drop my business below anywhere where it is. And I watch it like a hawk, and I bring in accountability like a hawk, and I'm making sure I'm transparent myself because I cannot operate like I was. My big fear yesterday is that we're still operating, in many cases, many people in here are still operating like it was two months ago, three months ago, four months ago. And the fact is you can't operate that way anymore. 